Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is Previously Live. Hi. Hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm uh, President Sunday. I'm a political scientist, by which I mean I have a bachelor's degree in political science and a minor in religious studies, and who the f cares? Uh, that's all you got to know, really. Um, so I, I, I'm again, I'm still like brain blasted by how long it took to even get to this point, to be totally honest with you. My apologies. Um, I, I understand it's very late for you. Uh, well, we're in the same time zone, but you know, you've been you've been streaming for a long period of time. I've just been sitting. Um, Please tell chat your preferred Please tell chat your preferred pronouns. I thought it was kind of obvious. It's uh, President El Presidente or, um, you know, I, God's a little overly uh, on the nose, but I'll, I'll accept it. It'll um, really depend on how the convo goes. They'll call anyone a god if they make me look bad. Uh, you know, they want to join in the uh, the, 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 the rapturous uh, condemnation. Well, that's what I'm banking on, but it's pretty early, so I wanted to, like, keep things cordial. Get it up. Um, how do you want to proceed with this? I, I mean, you, you, you know my uh, contention already, and I'm honestly, I've lost steam with respect to maintaining it simply because of the monumental stupidity by every single person who has orbited it. So I'm, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, even I, if I agreed with you, I'd hate to be in your shoes because it's, yeah, I, yeah, it, 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 in your position, it's like everyone else is making a worse version of your argument, which cheapens your argument by proximity. Well, for what it's worth, um, I will not, or at least I will try not to let that affect me. Um, I'll, I'll provide the premises and you can provide the rebuttal and then we can get right into it. <clears throat> that works. Okay. So, Professor Flowers is a person and we talked and it seems like she is of the opinion that uh, the, and this is <clears throat> specifically in reference to South Africa, that's what we were talking about, but I believe this logic extends broadly, that if a group has been colonized historically and are then freed from their colonization, and this can happen in a myriad number of ways, but assuming they are, they have the right to decide whether or not they want to live with their oppressors. So my reading of this is that in people who were oppressed have a right to decide whether or not to either make an, their oppressors move away or to kill them. I think now, that's a, I'm going to jump in right there if that's all right, because I think that's a misreading right off the bat. Well, I'll, I, I don't, I'm only providing my, my assertions here, but I'll, I'm, I'm happy to let you tear them through as much as you want when, when you're done, because I, I only want to talk... Um, uh, 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 my, my impression, I guess, you know? Okay, fair enough. All right. So in a vacuum, I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that because when you talk about who your oppressor group is, that could potentially be a very narrow range of people directly responsible. For example, if a group of people who were oppressed have freed themselves from, say, slave masters or from, like, a dictator or something, like, yeah, okay, chase them out of the country, you know, violence, yeah, whatever, you know, fine. The issue that I took is that the group Professor Flowers was saying they would have a right to so depose would be uh, colonizers. Uh, and by colonizers, uh, she seems to mean white people. And to give evidence to this, 
I would supply the many times where she's essentially explicitly said that she means white people by colonizers. So when added together, the full logic of this is Professor Fowers believes that if a group of people have historically been oppressed or colonized by white people, if they then have the right, should they achieve political control, to choose to kill or to deport, which is an ethnic cleansing, white people in their country. And that is the reading that I have from what she had said. Um, and you take issue with that interpretation and framing. It's tricky because in the context of the initial discussion, yes, I do. Following that, she made a follow-up video in which she uh, accepted a framing that I think is parasitic off of the initial conversation and lost her own plot. So I'm not defending Professor Flowers here specifically. I'm defending the account given again in the original videos, which I had some verification on once I had her on stream to talk to me. So we're, um, so we're exclusively using evidence which I had to make my assertions uh, in in that conversation and nothing provided afterwards. This is about the legitimacy of, of my extrapolations, not yes. necessarily about what she actually believes. I look, I'm we're, we're talking about someone I don't I don't know Professor Flowers personally. I'm sure she's a perfectly nice person privately. I've had conversations with her. I don't think she's a bigot. I don't think she's a genocide denier. Nonetheless, um we're looking at someone as well who has chosen to interact with profoundly bad faith actors in addition who have offered their support. So I, I just don't know. The point is, um, my ambition here is not to defend the integrity or honor of Professor Flowers. She's a big girl. She can do that herself. She so chooses. My issue is specifically with that initial contention because I think a lot gets thrown under the bus. I think there's a couple of big problems that slip under the radar as a result of that misunderstanding. That's what I'm primarily concerned with. And I understand why you had the misreading that you did. It's extremely common. Um, I, I want to try and shed some light on that. Um, you actually uh, indicated more or less what the issue is with your, your first characterization of, of your reading. You said, and you can correct me if I'm misquoting you, um, if, an, if an oppressed group uh, has been uh, liberated or has like ascended to self-determination, um, Professor Flowers contends, you say, then they have the right um, to do what they will with their oppressors, however we construe that, whatever we construe that to mean. Um, that sounds bad if you're not familiar with the literature that informs a lot of anti-colonial discourse around determination and sovereignty, etc., which I know, you, I know you are at least to a minimal degree. Um, but that specific phrasing of they should have the right to choose is very interesting note she did not say they should have the right simply to do what they will with their oppressors she says they should have the right to decide and the catch is if they are self-determining that is synonymous with the statement they have the right to decide that's what self-determination means and it was very important to me that in that conversation when pressed she did condemn genocidal action now, I think what was very obfuscating about that conversation, and I lay this at her feet because she was not careful about this, is that she tried to characterize certain uh, kinds of activities that are in the ballpark of ethnic cleansing, at least according, well, I mean, they, they are ethnic cleansing, they're just not, like, we have to be careful with this language because we tend to associate that specifically with not, we can, we can imagine the abstract, even if practically it's impossible, removing people, quote unquote, benignly, whatever that means, from one place, i.e. As, as alive and capable of, you know, continuing their lives elsewhere. Um, but the tendency is to immediately jump to uh, 
ethnic control by a state, ergo Auschwitz. And that's always an open that's always an open possibility, which is why, again, like this this topic is so incredibly dangerous. Um, when push came to shove, she morally condemned that. I isolated the uh, sections in my response video to uh, that whole issue, I believe, um, that that show uh, her doing so. Um, it seemed to me that the argument she was making was in favor of a normative attitude permissing oppressed peoples in the abstract to have sovereignty or self-determination over a territory somewhere to the end that when people avow that stance, we don't treat them inherently as Nazis. I don't think she even argued to the effect that we should have like a positive outlook on those things. Although again, and this is on her, she tried to give examples of practical cases where this could be benign, and I think that was a big mistake. Um, I did not take her to be advocating those things uh, initially. And this is where it gets a little bit tricky because, again, the, the evidence that you will pull against her character later on. And I'm not so confident in your reading as you are on that, but I understand the reading where she equivocates between uh, whiteness and colonizers. That looks very much like a targeting of a specific subpopulation in a territory for specific negative treatment. That's where it gets a little bit dangerous. I think there's a read on that. I, I think there's a disjointedness in her use of these terms, where there is a benign read on a similar sentence um, that might be like kind of getting fudged in with everything else. But like, I, I get why that causes your eyebrows to raise because they do for me as well. Um, that was meandering. I don't know if that was uh, clear or coherent at all. Let me know if that made sense. I understand what you're saying, though I do disagree, of course. Uh, well, please explain if you could. Yeah, so <clears throat> a couple of points. The issue I have is that oftentimes people who have really bad ideas or who have ethical foundations that would lead to really bad outcomes but don't fully understand that is that what they explicitly condemn or allow for is basically meaningless to me. So explicitly, you know, when, when if you take, for example, a Republican and say, like, explicitly, do you want, like, black people to die to the police? You know, a lot of them will say no, but then they'll go on to justify laws and politicians and political positions, which lead to the death of a lot of innocent black people at the hands of police. Sometimes they do this knowingly, and it's like a deliberate way of abstracting the ways in which their preferred political outcomes take place. And sometimes they just don't know. And they don't realize the relationship between the things that they claim to believe and the things that they actually do believe. Um, so what people explicitly say they, they care or don't care about, want or don't want, that I don't really care about. Uh, in terms of where their logic leads, I do. So in her case, I don't think she believes she supports ethnic cleansing. I don't think it's some deliberate dog whistle thing. Um, but unfortunately, I know a lot of people on the far right who are like that on similar positions. Um, not full-on Nick Fuentes dog whistling tier, but, you know, more like um, they just think it's, you know, kind of more like Tucker Carlson tier, you know. Maybe not everyone who agrees with Tucker Carlson segments as a white nationalist. They just, you know, have concerns about America's changing demographics. Maybe if you talk to them directly, they'd be like, yeah, America should have, can have people of any race in it. But well, we all have our biases and a lot of people are kind of politically incoherent. Um which I think she is, is, is as well. Um, so with regards to the explicit stuff, I don't care. 
in terms of the self-determination argument, I just don't think that parses because I was pretty clear that I was talking morally and in the context of the language I was using, no leftist would ever bite that bullet for anything else. Like if I asked somebody, you know, do you think that a country should have the right to kill all of its gay inhabitants? Well, if, you, if you're talking about legal autonomy, then, well, I guess any autonomous nation that's not being directly ruled over by another country would have that ability, but no leftist would ever say, yeah, I do think they should have that right. Just reflexively, they would say no. So this is an issue where charitability is kind of the name of the game, because if you want to be very charitable, you could assign a literalist, autonomy-driven reading, but it's not a reading supported by any of the language she used in that conversation, because I was never challenging the autonomy of these countries, and you would have to engage in a pretty big logical leap in order to, like, infer that I was, or that I'm suggesting the implementation of some autonomy-removing device, you know? Like, as though my proposition is one in which I'm saying that South Africa, if it were to get rid of all of its white people, you know, it, it, instead it should be you know, directly ruled over as a vassal state from the EU or some shit like that, right? You would have to make a lot of charitable assumptions to derive that conclusion. But the one that I infer from what she was saying, the moral one, was one supported by the language she was using broadly. The whole conversation was about ethics, what it's right to do, what people should be able to do. Not in terms of what they can literally achieve, but what they should have the moral freedom, the moral permission to decide. Um, and insofar as, you know, we, we, we take that, a fairly, or I would say an unnecessarily charitable reading might arrive at the idea that this was just like a literalist autonomy driven thing, but I just, I didn't get that from her. And to be fair, even though we're talking only about what was present in that debate, her subsequent language has further compounded to support my interpretation this doesn't seem to be an autonomy thing. We're talking about ethics here and the right to engage in ethnic cleansing in a, in a moral sense. Um, I've, I've talked to a lot of far-right people who signaled their bad political positions way less evidently than her, and nobody ever called me out in it. So, you know, that at the end of the day, like, I don't know the contents of her mind, but in order for me to interpret what she was saying there charitably in a way that wasn't an affirmation of ethnic cleansing, I would have to be more charitable with her than I ever am for anyone else, you know? I would I would have to be especially and specifically charitable. All right, so you've justified hypothesizing as to the nefariousness of her, either her inner motives or, to be more humble about it, uh, the, you know, end results of the logic of her argumentation. That's the one that I um, think is more likely, yeah. The end results of her logic. Um, more, more so than anything. Yeah, so... Let me ask you this. You're a moral anti-realist. The question concerns ethics. What is the ceiling? What actually determines, you know, what is ethical and what is not on this, in this argument? My I'm, axioms. I'm just curious. Your axioms? Yeah. Well, Where I, do those I, come from? Well, they come from my, um, my biases, my preconceptions. Well, sure, but like, let's, let's speak very, like, broadly. To the extent that you can describe their origin point, I'm not going to say they're, like, invalid or not. I am also a moral anti-realist myself. I just want to know roughly, what is your conception of where they come from? I think that I have innate biases, which are a product of my psyche and of biological predispositions I have towards certain stimuli, which uh, lead me to feel as though those things or things associated with those things should be maximized. And as a method of doing that, and by determining metrics by which I can do that, I um, adopt axiomatic beliefs, which I then use a normative ethical framework to apply to real-world situations.
Okay, so what I was actually fishing for that didn't work was sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, when we're talking about should they have the right in a normative sense, what is it specifically that we are targeting there? Who are we talking to? What is the upshot of that? The right to decide is the definition of self-determination. Whether it's over a territory is kind of trivial. It's always going to be over a territory. Otherwise, you're deciding over nothing. So when she says, if, if someone were to say more benignly, like if I were to say, uh, I think oppressed peoples should be uh, treated as um, in, like, suspending judgment as to what they do after the fact or what they do during. We can have, like, smaller, more fine-grained judgments about those. But if I say they should be able to uh, determine uh, their own destiny within, within a space of their own, in the abstract, it could be on the moon, for God's sake. You probably wouldn't have much objection, or if you do, I'm curious as to what it would be. No, I would, but I would I would take issue with the idea that anybody uses this language in this way in a conversation that's about morals. For example, if I say, like, does this person have a right to kill, like, a black child? Everyone would say no. Like, that would be the universal yeah. answer. But in the abstract, the right to could refer to the autonomy which allows them to make that decision. The alternative to which would be either an incredibly severe and austere police state with plenty of surveillance or a society that has enforces some kind of mind control where people don't even have the autonomy to do evil things because they're physically kept from doing so. But if I ever said, like, do you think someone should have the right to kill a black child? Nobody would ever go, yes, because the alternative would be a society in which you had mind control. You know, like nobody would ever leap to that. The autonomy argument is only one people leap to if it's being framed as a question of autonomy, you know, such as, do you think it is better for people to have the ability to do evil? In which case, we're clearly talking about potential autonomy and the consequences of retracting it. Or in the case of South Africa and the potential ethnic cleansing of racial minorities, which in it in a numerical sense, white people are, not in a political sense, um, you know, you, you could say something to the effect of, well, do you believe that South Africa, even after apartheid, they should have the full rights and abilities of a sovereign government, even if that means they have the potential to do bad things, which is a statement that I would agree with, because the alternative would be some kind of like, you know, <laughs> some, some weird, you know, like subservient vassal state type business. But I just don't think that was the conversation that we were having. And her language okay, see, didn't give me that see, impression. I, I think that actually was the conversation you were having, albeit she was doing so incredibly badly. And I think there were a few things kind of bleeding into there from other circles in which she engages. At this juncture, um, I mean, like, we could go into that other thing. I had some mild disagreements about your uh, your assertion that we don't talk about rights in this way. I think we practically only talk about rights in this way. We only talk about rights when we're talk when when somebody uh, tries to apply something other uh, than your own, you know, like your your own you know, an appeal to your own preference to do something um, or to not do something. Uh, you can't have an abortion, that's immoral. Ah, but I, I have a right. And what does that mean, for better or for worse? It means that you have a right secured by the state to do this. At the level of the state, it, it, it doesn't come from anywhere except the absence of any external impediment, because that's what sovereignty means. So what I took her to be saying, I, and again... Can I say one thing, though? Yeah, by all means. The difference, though, is that semantically, right to an abortion is literally the language we use to defend the laws over whether or not we have the ability to get an abortion, whereas yeah. the right to commit ethnic cleansing doesn't evoke an immediate semantic relationship to 
any existing legal or international framework which would prevent it, you know? When people talk about the right to do ethnic cleansing, they're not doing so in the context of or in reference to this vassalage that would be necessary to prevent it from... Mind you, by the way, I, I, I suppose I would be okay with some kind of international body that did make it so we didn't even have the right to do an ethnic cleansing, you know? We have international law to that effect, I suppose, and technically ethnic cleansing would be in violation of international law, so depending on how you want to parse it, technically nobody has the right, it just happens anyway, but out outside of that, I guess, you know, technicality, um, the right to an abortion thing, I think, is unique, because that is, it, it refers to a discourse we have about law, um, not so with ethnic cleansing. Well, specifically a concern whether or not they have the right to decide X, and there could have been ethnic cleansing, but it could have been anything else, but a self-determining body, and by the way, I am not pro this conception of the state. I think there are a lot of problems with it, but we're all sort of drinking the same Kool-Aid here. Um, insofar as uh, we are talking about self-determination as equivalent to some kind of territorial sovereignty in, in like the colloquial sense of what a state is, that's that's what it comes with. It's just it's it's the game you're playing there. But nobody now, would ever say that. With if I ever said, well, don't you think a country should have the right to kill like all of its trans people? No one would. Ever, no one on the left would ever answer yes. Well, like, I think if memory ever. serves, and I could be incorrect about this, I believe that's actually uh, a hypothetical fronted by you. Now, it's a real hypothetical. That is an important question to bring up in this. That would actually stand as a very good argument for, again, like what you were describing earlier with some super state or whatever, eliminating basically politics as, as we understand it. So you don't have sovereign bodies making these decisions. Um, that's that's where that kind of argumentation leads you. But insofar as we are assuming the existence of, uh, we, we are assuming as, as kind of a methodological baseline that self-determination means being able to exercise the exact same rights over a community that a state exercises over its population. I mean, this is one of the this is one of the reasons why the modern state is a bad thing. It has an inherently genocidal logic to it. No, I completely agree with that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's just again, I can never disprove this argument because a hyper charitable interpretation of almost any statement can 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 lead you to a you know a, a, a fair reading. Um, I just feel like the default logic associated with the language, you know, do you believe morally they should be able to do X and whether X is like kill a minority group or like genocide so-and-so, you know, people will, will by default answer no. And I don't think that with respect to Professor, with whatever respect is due to Professor Flowers, I don't think she's, you know, exceptionally bright. I don't think we're talking like brain god status here. I don't think she was 18 steps ahead of me. I just think that she wasn't- In her defense, I think she's very young. Well, I, was, I actually I was have no idea how old she is. This. I don't either. I'm just speculating. I, but, how, however old she might be, I, I genuinely have no idea. I, I don't even know if she's a professor. I, I, I don't know. It's just the 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 issue I take, I, I guess, is that um, I don't think the position I think she has is that uncommon, really. Um, a lot of people have really bad preconceptions that can be extrapolated into really damaging political systems that just kind of go unexamined. This is just a novel one for intra-left discourse because usually it's not a matter of, you know, 
whether or not like the minority can genocide the whites. There's there's always a, a triviality associated, right? Like, you know, sure. we take anti everyone else racism very seriously because it has actual social repercussions. But anti white racism as a concept here in the States in the left is not treated with much seriousness. To be fair, it's not as serious. So that makes sense. Um, but that doesn't mean it's not bad when it actually does happen. And it happens a lot. There are a lot of black families that are kind of against their kids marrying into like, you know, like a white, you know, they don't want to like have interracial kids or they're, they're, you know, they, they, they have kind of latent essentialist anti-white beliefs. I, I just, I feel like it's not that uncommon and I don't think anyone would ever search for this much charitability if a white person had engaged in the reciprocal of this logic you know it, it, i i feel like is there not a discomfort right like the idea that professor well, flowers if, might if you're not discomfortable by this topic at all i think there's something wrong with your head but i put the ball back into your court suppose for argument's sake using that specific language uh we give professor flowers the power to carve out a circular area of somewhere in the united states wherein uh, black people and only black people have a right of citizenship and over which, uh, whatever government structure they put into place, it has the full decision-making power to do whatever it will with any population in its territory. Mm -hmm. And then you, uh, righteous anti-genocide activist that you are, and I commend you for this, uh, come in with the guard and you, you, you force them all out, you disband this this weird little circular state, it gets absolved and everything was exactly as it was before. Is it still the case, or is it not still the case, that some ethnically biased body nonetheless retains the decision-making power, i.e. the right in political science parlance, to do what it will with any subgroup in its population? Is that not the case still? Well, it depends on what level and what degree of abstraction we're talking about. I mean, even literally, in... like literally, there is there is a body of people who can make the decision at any given moment, above yeah. which there is no higher authority to do this. Now we can we can characterize body. If, at any if level somebody asked me if if they had the moral right to do something I considered immoral, my answer would be no. Because I wouldn't assume they were saying, do they have the moral right to act in accordance with their supreme jurisdiction over that but region? I'm not asking. I'm not asking if they would have the moral right. We're moral anti-realists. Remember, we well, have that's nothing what, to well, refer to that, here except for our impulses. Well, well, well hold on. Moral anti-realism doesn't mean that I don't have a consistent normative ethical position. I was no, saying moral not. right with I, Professor Flowers. Hang on, hang on. You're, you're correct. However, it does mean that my eliminating you from existence stands the sufficient moral rebuttal because that's the only thing that makes that thing real, right? Well, well, I would say that those perceptions of what's morally good or bad would persist after my death, simply that my interpretation would be the correct one, that you can't empirically determine what is or is not morally right, but as far as I and my action and my analysis are concerned, I can only ever act with my subjective perception um, of, 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 of the axiomatic beliefs that I hold. Fair enough, but again, we're still talking fundamentally about behavioral attitudes that that you hold, right, or or something along those lines. I'm not a, I'm not in that earlier. Well, I'm only talking about my 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 way of making my axiomatic values. Happen. Sure. Okay. Let me let me rephrase the question then. Um, do you think that denying 
that group in particular from having the right in these terms, and we can change the word right to decision. I think they actually mean the same thing ultimately. When we're talking about a right, we are ultimately talking to what is in the purview of an agent to do. Well, you're presupposing that because I said explicitly moral right with Professor Flowers like 40 times. At no point did I infer or suggest that I was referring to the autonomy or decision-making body of in South the, Africa. Uh, in the latter part of your conversation, she actually did specifically say, and in, in response, I can't remember if she said morally or not, but she said, you can't do some things like that, like uh, genocide. Well, I think in that case, she was further supporting my argument because rather than denounce it morally, she was simply saying that legally or, you know, geopolitically, it wouldn't be possible. I, I took her to mean morally. I mean, legally or geopolitically, she was entirely in the right. That's that's one of the problems here. That's that's why the logic's dangerous, because it actually obtains. How, well, if she was speaking morally, then why couldn't she have condemned it any time prior to that? Well, there's a couple of reasons I can imagine why she'd be reticent to. Um, let's take the Haitian Revolution, for example. As a result of that, um, massacres were allowed, or one massacre, my history is not good, but a massacre was allowed to take place afterwards of uh, the, the French population or the white French population or however it's construed. People were picked out and killed on racial grounds. Mm -hmm. um, that was allowed to happen because of the revolution itself. Now, if you ask somebody, hey, should the Haitian people be allowed or have or should they have the, the moral right to right. make decisions? That was that the nature. language that I used, the moral right. Do they have a moral right to to what? Well, I, I mean, here's <laughs> the moral right to have the right to decide. That's the catch. We're talking about the right to decide still. No, no, because I'm not talking about the right to decide. Everyone has the right to do anything by that logic. I'm not physically impeded from doing anything that my bones and my skin and my muscles can't allow me to do. Physically, I have the right to do any amount of mischief, mayhem, murder uh, before the police stop me. And if I'm better and faster than the police, I can do even more. But we're not talking about that. I said moral right, and I always said it with her, too. Morally, okay, but then there's no disagreement. I don't think anybody has contended that. But, the, but then there's no point because anyone can do anything, whether or not you have the ability, you know, should they have the right? If you mean this in the ubiquitous, do they have the autonomy to engage in any behavior? Well, you know, then we don't even have to talk about jurisdiction. State governments can operate well, what, without. What do we the do? Because the, the argument was whether or not should they have the moral right. So she's talking to people who have uh, the the potential or the ability to argue for um, people, again, like a, a, a people in a place, having that level of authority over themselves construed on If they believe lines. this, then, then people would be able to answer, do you think that a government should have the moral right to murder all of its LGBT citizens? I asked Noah Sampson and he didn't answer. And I believe I asked Professor Flowers and she didn't answer either. So it seems like if they were consistent in this practice, they're genuinely referring to autonomy, that their default answer would, would ask, be... I don't think you would ask should in the case of, should they have the right in the case of a moral question. You would simply say, ask, do they have the right? No, and I said, I said, should yeah. they and do they have the right both to Professor Flowers? Keep in mind, the only reason that I used language like that rather than just should they is because I didn't think Professor Flowers was smart enough to understand the extrapolated well, outcomes like... of her position. Yeah, but I mean, you see the absurdity of even asking the question, should they have the right in a strictly moral sense? You're now asking, should, according to what measure, uh, they have... Uh, no, it's like, sh should they... ...permission to, like, it doesn't make up any no, sense, no, does no, it? No, it does, like, it because redundant. morally, you can think that something is potentially bad, but you can still believe a person should have the moral right to do it. So, for example, I think that smoking is bad. It just seems to hurt people. I don't like it that much. But morally, I think people should have the right to choose to smoke. So if a person asks me, do you think somebody should smoke? I would say no. 
But then if they asked me, do you think somebody should have the right to smoke? I would say yes. In that case, the right to allows for a distinction where I think there's an allowance where a person can do something because even though I don't like it or think it's good, I think it's an acceptable thing for someone to do. Now, I don't think Professor Flowers thinks that killing all the whites in South Africa is good, but I do think she thinks it's something acceptable to do. As in, it isn't something she would advocate for explicitly, but it's something in the realm of, you know, oh, well, it's up to them. And not in an autonomous sense, because in that case, anything and everything is up to everyone before the police stop them, but in a moral sense, where, you know, even if she doesn't agree, the, the moral right for them to decide supersedes the disagreement she might have with the outcome that they bring about. She wouldn't condemn the process by which they arrived at that. But I would wholeheartedly condemn the process by which the Holocaust took place, even though the Holocaust is a natural extension of the national autonomy of Germany. I don't think that last part's a necessary conclusion, though. You could sustain that morally we have, like, some kind of uh, impetus to allow people to have the decision to have that kind of power. And then in the event they misuse that power in certain ways we can tolerate, we then justify it to or we are then fully justified in intervening violently. I don't, I don't see a contradiction but there. they can still do it. Would... Intervening violently doesn't mean they can't do it. You could argue that if we're talking autonomy, the only way well, you can actually interfere with yeah. someone's autonomy is with brain control chips, right? Just because it's illegal for them to do something or they're going to be stopped or invaded doesn't mean that they don't have the autonomy to do it. This is why I think the autonomy argument is, is reductive. Because if you want to interpret it at its face, you know, should they have the ability to do something? Everyone has the ability to do anything, and any state can do whatever they want. Invasion is just a deterrent, and so is arrest. Murder is just a deterrent, right? At the end of the day, you can do anything outside of direct mind control. So well, I think I think I think murder is is specifically legally or morally qualified killing. It's being being killed, being killed by the right? cops, right? But, but no one's sure. talking about mind control or brain chips. So outside of that, it seems pretty clear that we're talking about like what is permissible in a in a moral sense. Sure, but that's always going to be within the logic of an existing sovereign power already. We're talking about like existing norms of, of, of whatnot that are held in place again by fixed cultures with their own histories, yada, yada, yada. At the level of states, we can't really talk like that because there's literally nothing above states to cement those things in place. We're ultimately talking about what we will permit from our vantage. And I'm on board with you there. But I, I don't, I don't, I think that conjecturing that Professor Flowers finds mass killing of any kind acceptable, that's a conjecture. I don't think it's supported by what you said. I can see the danger in what she said leading to that kind of thing. I, I think it's a jump to say that that's actually what she's advocating for. Or that's what she holds. I think you're making a bit of a leap there. I don't think um, it's really a leap. It's just it's language she couldn't condemn. It's li like, no, again, since the since the autonomy argument is only really stopped by mind control, yeah. you know, um, in no other circumstance, you know, hey, like, do you think people should have the moral right to kill and rape their neighbor? Well, no one would say yes there, but it's like, ah, well, you think they should be mind controlled to keep that? Well, no, people are talking like ethically, like what do they, you can, you can think a thing that a person does is bad, but still think like it's up to them, you know? Um, that's just the logic I think she's engaging you, here. You I think can. personally she's uncomfortable yeah. with the idea of a white person, that would be me here, um, telling oppressed people what they can and can't do i also think that she's racist against white people like she just doesn't like white people very much i don't think that's exceptional like a lot of people are racist uh, you know it's I, like a lot of people think it's this big condemnation or like you know some exceptional 
personal flaw, but if anything, be on the left has taught me that probably on Earth, the number of people who are explicitly racially biased probably exceeds the number of people who are not. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just not well, that mean, uncommon. Well, hang on. Like, the decision doesn't disappear, though, to do those things just because it is held by a white person as opposed to a new person, whether that's a black person or otherwise. That decision is still there. Someone still has the right to make that decision. She's only saying that that decision should extend to other groups. But nobody well, talks about it that way. I think and, she and by was. the way, they can I do that right now. Was. Black Africans in South Africa right now can kill the white people there if they want to. They're not being mind controlled. Right now they have the right. They, they control the government. The government of South Africa is controlled, as if, I, if I am correct, uh, by, by a, a black man at the moment. If they wanted to, they could absolutely. They have the, the ability. That, that, that already exists. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's yeah. not a prescription, it's just a description. Yeah, but no saying... one talks like that. No, again, like you, you, I, I can't help but wonder what, what bias is leading you to this level of charitability because in all my time doing this, in all my conversations, nobody has ever responded to the question, morally, do you think they should be able to do this, with an answer which indicated they were referring explicitly to autonomy. I've never seen that happen, not once. No one would ever answer that way when we're talking Look, about you, crimes. As soon as, you, as soon as you interject to be able, that's an invocation of autonomy right there. You're not saying morally can they do this. You're saying morally should can they do this. Should they be able to do this? No, morally should the they problem. be permitted? Should it be a thing which even if you no, disagree no, that's, with... That's, they should, that's, they... that's something else because permission is something you can suspend, yes? You can be an outside party allowing someone to do what they want until it reaches a certain peak and then you eliminate their sovereignty once you cannot tolerate but it. There, but That's the only way to eliminate that sovereignty would be with brain control. The problem with your framing of this question is that the only other answer you could take, the uh, only no, anti-autonomy just... position would be one in which you use magic to control people. Because you can do, well, should people have the right to, i.e. the autonomy to X? As long as your body's capable of doing it, you can do it. And hell, maybe you don't even need your body. Maybe you can pay other people to do it like anything everything at that point the question of do you think morally you should be able to do x isn't even a meaningful question say the right to an abortion right uh do you think a person should morally be able to have an abortion you can have an abortion even if it's illegal We're, even then yeah. the law is only a proxy for the real question which is, which is the ethics of an abortion whether or not you should be able to have an abortion morally is what's on the table the law is just expected to follow the morals but we're talking about the morals there because yeah, law course. can't prevent you but, from but having an abortion. Yeah, but slow down, cowboy. The ethics and the morals, these are going to surround things that are suspended in existence by political force. We only have the institutions and whatnot that command some kind of moral deference because of that force. And at that level, you're ultimately talking about who gets to decide what is normal and when does the normal end. That's, that's why sovereignty always ends up being a decision of who has, well, a question of who has the decision. Because it is reductive, but that's what it reduces to. And this is one of the problems with that attitude towards the state is that, again, like it two-dimensionalizes how we talk about human relations. That's one of the reasons why I'm opposed to it. Um, the danger here, again, is that the framing of that argument obfuscates the way in which, by your specific counters to Professor Flowers in that, in that uh, conversation, you were defending the same powers that she was talking about should be extended or, or at the very least should be treated as being uh, it, it should be treated as something that we're not inherently opposed to extending to non-white people. You are defending the holding of that by just whoever happens to have it thus far. And it's established by the same means. Now, I'm against both. I think you are too. 
But I think the problem is the confused way in which that conversation went. You ended up taking a conservative stance with respect to the sovereignty, i.e. the uh, the decision-making power to commit genocide, ethnocide, etc. Nobody was talking incumbents. about autonomy. I think the whole thing was even look. No, even the initial... no. Again, you you've already seeded the point that the no, only no, way on. you can meaningfully restrict autonomy here is through mind control. Well, I mean, I, I don't know well, where you're like, supposed to like, mind like, control what, any so, kind of but control. But like, so so wait. In this entire two and a half hour convo, we were talking about autonomy the whole time, even though all yes. I said was morally, and I never proposed any framework by which the autonomy of South Africa could be ceded. It's an autonomous country already. No, because you inserted a principle of autonomy into the moral characterization. You're mixing the two up. That's the issue. I never you challenged their autonomy. Both as being separate. They, they are separate. You, uh, uh, if we're talking about autonomy, anyone can do anything that they want. It's just varying degrees of political, legal disincentives that keep them from doing so. Yes. Right, but any you can still do whatever you want. And again, and you keep not responding to this, nobody would ever answer yes if you said, morally, do you think you should have the right to kill and rape people? Or morally, do you think Nazi Germany had the right to commit the Holocaust? By your logic, people would go, oh yeah, we're not talking about whether or not this could be a question of autonomy, which at this point would be like semantic bullshit that would achieve nothing. Because if we're talking about autonomy in this respect, then there's no meaningful answer other than yes, because that's the only thing anything can be for a sovereign state. Uh, we're talking, wait, 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 but no one would sure. say this ever. It take any lefty and just walk up to them, you know, especially Professor Flowers. Talk to Professor Flowers. Morally, do you think that like the uh, the Nazis had the I right did, to? As a matter of fact, I did. As a matter of fact, I actually got a concrete answer. I was very careful. Did to you ask her that. morally? Do you think the Nazis had a right to be able to do the Holocaust? And she said yes. I asked her morally, would a group with that decision-making power be in the right to do so ever by dint of having that power? An equivalent question to that. She said no. Well, you then, see, here's, here's, here's the issue. Again, when you're saying morally should they have the right, there's a bridge there. You're not saying morally can they do this morally. You're saying should her attitude towards them having the right be morally negative or positive. And that was the, that was the conversation. In fact, that was even the content of the video she made that that conversation was responding to. I reviewed that extensively just before this conversation. I, I, I will, you will never be able to move me on the idea that this is anything other than like semantic pedantry. The idea that this was about, I don't no, know no, if this is, I don't know we're, if this is like poly brain or whatever. We're talking about the implications of the language. Okay, it's always going to be semantic, the, but that matters. The implications of the, and you can 99 out of a hundred, a hundred out of a hundred. Hey, do you think somebody should have the moral right to kill the moral right to rape innocent people? No one will say yes. President, like professor, this wasn't nonetheless. If we you were, ask them if we, they should, if they should have sovereignty, which is asking the same thing. I, I did not. I did yes. not ever ask that. Sovereignty is presumed. These are nation states. Every 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 time you ask, should they have the right to be able to? That is what you are asking. No, I'm not. I yes. genuinely don't understand why. Okay. I I encourage you to talk to people. And you can ask well, the do. questions that this, I've asked. This is what I do. I, I talk about this endlessly. No, nobody will ever interpret this question as a question as to whether or not that it is good for them to have the sovereignty which will allow them to do that thing. No You're one will ever... No, they don't, because if they did, everyone would say yes to this. Well, no, not if they're reacting to the specific egregious terms that you use to specify the bad things that can arise from that sovereignty. They're reacting to the language.
not to the not to the fact of it. That's why again, nobody will reject well, the then, notion. Well, then, if that, that was the case, then have sovereignty. If that was the case, then Professor Flowers should have said no. If we, if they're reacting not to the semantic language, and by the way, you're acting as though your semantic interpretation is the only correct one. It's not though. But if if we're to say the average person would react only to the severity of the language, Professor Flowers shouldn't sh should have said no. The fact that she couldn't say no, the fact that after being asked over and over, she remained adamant on that, in spite of being, and I want to be clear here, she would absolutely say uh, no in response to whether the Nazis had a right to be able to do the Holocaust. Um, indicates that she was willing to not say no in spite of how um, severe the language was. I don't think she's uncomfortable with the concept. And and her la and by the way, her language already speaks for itself. I'm only asking the follow-up question here. She already said that she feels as though um, oppressed people should have the right to decide whether or not they want to live with their oppressors. And live with, I'm really sorry, can only mean two things here when we're talking about statecraft. You know, if we're talking about individuals, then fine, move to whatever neighborhood you want. But if we're talking about statecraft here, live with your oppressors, groups con const like constituting millions of people. It's it's murder or forced deportation. That's those are pretty much the two directions there. She already, in no uncertain terms, indicated a comfort with ethnic cleansing. I was only trying to get her to a, whoa, like whoa, condemn whoa. it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can can we get a specific citation on that? I'd be curious to see. Look, if that's true. Uh, this isn't even related to the point. If we're just talking about Professor Flower's attitude to this, I'd be interested to see that. She she said that in in the video that I responded I, to. Yeah, I I have not followed this religiously because again, I'm specifically concerned with the original video and with the original conversation. But if you have that to hand, that would be extraordinarily useful. I think it was the video, the second video that she made, or maybe the first one. It was it was the, that. Uh, I, the, the second video she responded to. Like, I would agree, because again, I think she took away your interpretation as something she had to defend the negative of. She immediately goes, and this is a horrendous failure of imagination, there is nothing a colonized people can do that would match what the oppressor powers or colonial powers or whatever have done. Which and of is course, very much a, a threat in couched language. I don't think necessarily, but I think the issue was she felt she had to defend a genocidal logic, which she didn't originally come to the table with, at least not developed in that way. What it does is it, 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 it does two dangerous things. The, the minor point is that obviously, um, <laughs> the minor point is that obviously it represents a failure of imagination. Just take whatever, however you quantify the amount of violence done by colonizing powers and then plus one. Um, the, the other thing is that again, it entrenches the debate as being specifically around whether or not we should be okay with the results, with the worst possible results of sovereign power being extended. Yeah, because she, that point on, she, she loses me. Well, well from that point on, she loses me, but I would like to... I think that's a stretch insofar as we're talking a peculiar a, a racism that's peculiar to her. Um, I would don't, like don't to see... Don't you think it's a bit telling that when a person's being accused of being okay with ethnic cleansing of whites... Her response isn't, I think that would be wrong, actually. Her response is, there is nothing we could do to you which would be worse than what you've done to us. Like, the response to that is in the original conversation with you. I isolated that. Right. Isn't that, like, very indicative? I mean, it's very clear what the messaging here is. Again, like, no, she, would you she engage gave in that this? response, though. She gave you that response. I'm not defending her character. I think she's flubbed this horribly. But she gave you that response. It's what, in what the response? recording. That's an objective fact. What, what, she told you she she addressed people 
who find themselves in a situation of having suddenly self-determining power over a place, hey, there are things you can't do. And she's not talking about ability anymore. She is talking normatively. Killing people is bad, etc., etc. She says this in your initial conversation near the end. But I know because okay I don't watch this people. goddamn thing like three times. Well, she's okay with killing people. She would have to be. Everyone is. The Haitian Revolution, the American Revolution. Oh, no, I agree. Look, it's a contradiction in her logic. We're moving yeah, because, away because from it's, logic because now. Because it's a hasty runaway. That she's comfortable with it. That's not true. But it's a, it's no, a hasty not, runaway. what she said. Her, her logical, she, her, she's inconsistent. That's a hypothesis. I, I would like to see some steps, substantiation of that. She said that oppressed people should have the right to decide whether or not they want to live with their oppressors. Yes, that's what sovereignty is. It would include every no, other thing so they choose to okay, do. No, 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 no. You can't keep doing this, okay? Because if that's the case, everyone would make videos where everything is okay because everything fits under sovereignty. LeftTube would be booting up a video and saying, hey, listen, I think that white people should be able to do genocide and you should be able to kill people who are ethnic minorities and also gay people. And then they would close the video. Nobody is talking about sovereignty. Uh, the fact that you keep insisting that they are is actually beyond me. She Nobody is talking about it. So she explicitly says self-determination in both her video and her conversation So do with you. which? What other group talk about self-determination in the context of ethnicity? What only other group? Uh, Liberals don't do this, by the way. Liberals don't? Do we, well, hang on. Slow down, cowboy. We call it the nation state. Who talks Who uses that language? Everyone. We're talking about nationality. Wait, that's, a, that's a level self, of ethnicity. It's not racial. Self-determination yeah. for a given ethnic group. This is, this is running towards, like, bad faith. Ethno-nationalists do. No, I resent that. That's not. I, I've actually been extraordinarily careful here. And you, again, you can, you, you, can well, review, you can review all of the material. I don't think you're not being careful. I think that you're engaging in a delusional level of charitability here. Ethno-nationalists... No, no, no. Hang on. I am in the dark. Ethno-nationalists talk on. about I am it. In, I am in the dark about whether or not Professor Flowers is actually in her heart of hearts a bigot. I can absolutely concede that she has given you all the fodder you need to make the conjecture. It remains a conjecture, but fair enough. It's always inference what a person about... believes. If a person says they're yes, a Nazi, they I, could be lying. We're still inferring. I do, not, I do not care what she believes. The problem is that the way in which the language was treated in that debate and following it obscures the very real point that actually we are all very very much playing exactly the same kind of skeezy dirty game that you're describing her at play as playing i am that not is, playing any game her language has been straightforwardly conservative or far right in accordance with the many conversations i've had with people of that political ideology if i were to engage in the level of charitability that you're engaging in right now i would never be be able to make any inferential statements about anyone ever there would be no utility to it anytime i saw anything like when tucker carlson talks about how changing demographics are leading to democrats yes. wait democrats taking over america i could go well, by demographics, he could be referring to voting demographics. That's a legitimate thing that he could be saying. There's no racial, sure. inherent racial tone to this. Like, past a point, like, in, like inferences have to be justified. They can't really be proven necessarily. But, like, the level, the degree you're engaging in here requires me to believe that whenever people talk about the moral right to do something, they're actually talking about autonomy, which is a practical consideration, and the moral right to have that autonomy, which is no, a worthless no, 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 no. That's, that's my That's my accusation of you. I'm saying that whenever somebody talks about autonomy, you infer that there's a morality attached to that. I was I'm asking morally. That. I was saying morally X and Y. Uh, 
did you explicitly say that or yeah. did you respond to her making an argument about self-determination no because I asked, she was saying, should they be able to or should they have the right to we are talking about a normative attitude towards sovereignty we are not talking about a moral attitude towards what that sovereignty does there's there's no alternative to sovereignty there's no country in the world that doesn't have the the sovereignty to do genocides within their borders but yes i said over and over okay, so hang morally, on, hang on. by an extension of that logic if indeed uh, a, a group of people who are all black or whatever, uh, again, choose only to include black people as members of a citizenry, if they establish a state anywhere in that world, they, they have a, that's, that's what they have established, is the right to do that over, within their territory. That's what sovereignty means. But we're not, we're talking about moral right. Well, no, we're bouncing back and forth. I have never talked about sovereignty at any point, and neither, frankly, was she. We were she talking was about ethics. Exclusively talking about sovereignty. Exclusively, except when pressed, she agreed with you. Again, I'm telling you over and over again, it's in the video that still exists. We what can language, see this. What language did she use to indicate English. the entire Okay. Take a moment. I said morally, probably a hundred times in that conversation. I was incredibly clear. Look, look I'm not I a was math talking guy, but about full numbers here. You did not say that a hundred times. I'm not even certain you said it more than twice, if even once. I'd have to review it. Maybe you did, but I, I've watched that probably way more than anybody else alive. I did not see that there. Again, I'm not imputing bad faith to you. I'm saying you misread. I would invite you to review it. I think your misreading is fair. I think she engaged in some of the most optically horrendous behavior following that imaginable. It has been a goddamn nightmare dealing with the after effects of this. You know what? Here, hold but, on. Hold on. Sure. We're just gonna... We're just gonna play a portion of the debate. Just a second. I, the, to me, the idea that this was a conversation about sovereignty, in spite of the fact that at no point did I ever posit any imposition on the sovereignty of South Africa is just insane to me, and I feel like extending this logic to conversations I have with people would deny me the ability to ever at any point infer any meaning from anything they said. I'd have to take everything at its explicit word, but if there were two possible interpretations, I'd have to default to the one which was more charitable, even if well, when you're deriving that. When you're deriving their logic from what they're saying, you absolutely do need to pay attention to the, exactly what they say. Her logic is pretty consistent in my mind. She's okay with white people dying if it's in service of, like, geopolitical black ethno-nationalist interest. It's not like ethno-nationalists aren't a thing. I've talked to them. They can be white, they can be black. No, I, I understand that, but if you're going to make that claim, like, you need something very specific to we point do, we, to. We, we, we do. Here, well, hold, hold on. Please produce it. We, we, you, you have, here, just, hold on. Mark, sorry, I thought you'd be more considerate than that. One second. I'm genocidal, and I just want to clear up what I mean. What I mean to say this is, is the that video. there is no amount oh, of violence that colonized people can enact. Yeah, chat, we're not looking at this. Hold on, here. Journalists ask for, right there. Self-determination is the dog whistle that they use when talking about ethno-states. This is what I mean about it. about self-determination in the context of other people being inferior inherently. They're not about self-determination in the context of wanting to have their own state because they are looking down on other people. Haven't you listened right? to Richard people Spencer? People who are oppressed talking... I've heard of plenty of Richard, Richard Spencer. Richard Spencer. She's comparing it with uh, inferior. Black nationalists, I think.
I, I am. I'm, I'm saying that her language, I'm pointing out to her that the use of ethnic self-determination is one of the most consistent dog whistles for ethno-nationalists in existence. Uh, f fair enough, except here again, she's talking about uh, disparate treatment to Nazis and those on the grounds that one again is asserting uh, a right based on a history of oppression that has served them versus one that was done to them, right? Irrelevant when we're talking about ethnic cleansing. If it's not being done in well, favor... No, because no, we're, not, we're not talking about ethnic cleansing. We're talking about how we, in a normal situation, are treating people who avow a nationalist ethnic stance. Well, the only difference there is who's had the power. Like, there are groups that have had yeah, the power... So, to... Hang on. So when we're, when we're judging people in a situation where they don't have the power now, we are kinder to the black nationalist than we are to the Nazi. That's well, black separatist, but nah, I don't or think so. Or the black separatist, same deal. I think so. I think... I think there's something inherently less noble about Richard Spencer wanting an ethnostate than somebody who comes from a line of people who have been oppressed by the like of Richard Spencer wanting an ethnostate. Do you, do you think that between... being oppressed means that your reciprocal desire for an ethnostate is somehow more noble or more justifiable? No, it just means that when you judge them, you have that in the back of your mind as a qualifier. You're not as cruel in your judgment of them. You still condemn it. It's a bad thing. I don't understand the relationship between these variables. I think I think we'll have to be at peace with that for now. Let's let's keep on with this. Yeah. To have their own that... self determination, and the reason why they're oppressed is because they don't have their own self determination. And the reason why I'm using that term is because it looks so different in every country, and I think people need to have the space to talk about that and to figure it out without being called a white nationalist. So again, I don't have a problem with talking about it. It's just a lot yeah, of she's mistaken. Like it's living... very much the same in almost every single country. But that's beside the point. What's well, pretty much the same in every single country? Oh, just how self determination looks in in terms of its its structure. It's it's. Not ethnic self-determination, usually. That's not no, generally... No, but, but the, but the self-determination itself, that's, that's the common thing. Yeah, self-determination isn't I'm talked about... I'm making the point here. I'm saying that she's, she's misconstruing things a little bit here, but that's, okay. that's irrelevant. I'm just saying self-determination is taken for granted in nation-states. The reason why non-racists don't yeah. talk about it is because it's taken for granted. People who start talking about it are talking about it because they lack it, lack it in the context of ethnic supremacy. I mean, which I actually, incidentally, I have an entire series where I specifically point out the emergence of the nation-state as a concept is precisely the result of ethnic filtering at the border but i mean whatever we can keep on going with this yeah, here off wait you're can we please... doing it right now wait, you're like on. you're I'm a nationalist i'm literally talking about it right Richard now but spencer said this and that on, it's like please. i know so when you're saying we have a right to discriminate against this racial group to preserve the self-determination of our people yeah that does sound a little white nationalisty so you'll have to forgive me for it's drawing not that. To preserve. please it's not just to preserve please okay sorry go on go okay. ahead go on can we pause for a second sure I resent the insinuation of bad faith, so let me be abundantly clear here, lest I be even considered as being having the capacity to benefit from being bad faith towards you. Every single person who has opposed you thus far on this issue that I have seen has been a disingenuous slime ball, and I disavow them. I I understand that. I don't I don't think that you are like a, a like holding water for some sort of crooked reason or whatever it's just the 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 idea that like the the idea that when people talk about the moral right to do something they're talking about autonomy and would necessarily lead to outcomes that aren't present so i, I know can because only assume that people about, don't hang on hang on L let me can i draw this out for you quickly sure okay so look moral right to no stop no stop 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 you're doing the semantics thing again 
Go up to any person on the street. Do you have the moral right to like shoot a kid in the head? We're, we're distinguishing phrases. It is semantic. That's, it, that's no, what no, that no. means. But yes. no, but what you're doing right now is you're obfuscating the interpreted meaning of a phrase by breaking it down into a number of its possible interpretations and arbitrarily no, choosing the one that favors you. Okay, well, right back at you. You're obfuscating the meaning of a phrase by folding two different meanings just based again on no, common I'm, usage. They're I'm critical. Yes, they don't mean the same I am thing. appealing to common usage. Yes, overwhelmingly common usage. Okay, but there are there are levels here. Like there's common usage in different spheres of analysis. When we're talking about the right of states, we are not talking about the right of individuals. But I was never and we're ever, not talking about moral rights. I was never talking about statehood, only morals. I was yes, never I talking about the ability of South Africa to do things. The conversation was primarily about I understand about that, but should I understand that, but do they have the right to commit genocide is different from asking whether they should have the right to be able to decide to commit genocide. One is asking, should we have a, 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 and a permissive attitude towards the existence of a decision? The other one is having a permissive attitude towards the action that decision makes. You, you can talk to as many people like colloquially as you want, and nobody is ever going to bite on the autonomy argument if you ask them if someone should have the right to do a thing that is immoral. They will always say no. That's the default response people have. You're mistaken. I actually have a sense that some people in Doe's server, maybe Doe herself, she reads Deleuze and Guattari, she's familiar with Schmidt. They might it, actually be very on board with that language. It is. Well, first of all, Doe is very it smart. Is. Apologies. Right. Doe is very smart and also very big into philosophy. And, um, uh, Flowers is not, and I'm going to guess not. And secondly, I feel like colloquially, if you were talking with Doe for two hours, where you're increasingly incredulously saying something like, wow, you really think people should have the right to kill children? Doe, not being a fucking moron, might at some point say, oh, by the way, I'm not affirming the morality of the situation. I'm only saying that I believe they should have the autonomy to do so. Because yes, Doe, again, not being a cretin would if there was that semantic confusion, recognize that I wasn't attacking the concept of sovereignty because I never yes. did at any point here and was actually just outraged at the idea of, you know, affirming the potential for ethnic cleansing. I don't uh, have the highest opinion of Professor Flower's intelligence, but I feel like even someone at her level should be able to realize, like, anything could have cleared this up. Oh, by the way, what do you mean when you yes. say that? Do you mean they should, like, I think they should be able to, or I think they should have the ability to be able to do so through autonomy? And I could go, well, there's nothing you can meaningfully do to restrict a nation state's autonomy, and that would probably have really bad outcomes. So let's say they have the ability to do so and should have the power which allows them that ability, but you would still agree then within that framework, morally, they shouldn't have the moral right to do it. And we could have solved it right there, but I don't yeah, think she was thinking autonomy. Again, that, well, she, again, the video that that conversation was precipitated by was specifically concerned with autonomy. And when you actually watch the stream full, full that you had a con in which you had a conversation with her, uh, all the content you just described is there portrayed terribly, but the content is there. And I confirmed with this after the fact that that was her meaning. I don't know what else you want at that juncture. I mean, interpret it as you will, that content is there. I have not seen anything to the effect that uh your interpretation of the conversation is correct i, I would just invite you to review it like i, I fully I, I fully believe that this is your honest take on that conversation i just think you're mistaken why did she say 
like you can just ask like do you morally do you think nazi germany had the right to do the holocaust do you I really think you're going to get a question I no no no, no. you Hang used on, it no, no. you used it no wait the question that you asked got a no from her i want you to ask the exact same question that i asked because she's also going to say no uh yeah of course because we have the history of what nazi germany did then but if why nazi wouldn't she do that if wait. we simply asked in the abstract should german people be allowed to have autonomy over a region. Nobody you said autonomy. Yes, I, never said autonomy. I never so said autonomy. I never said autonomy. is what the ability refers to. No, this is my point. I, this ethnic cleansing of 6 million white South Africans is also bad, but apparently the, you know, the, the considerations of that moral wrong weren't enough to make her default towards a moralistic response on the position. Here, wait, people are saying 1029. All right, thank you, chat. 1029. All right, let's see this. Um... And those, there was like a lot of violence that happened there. Um, I think like dealing with colonialism is going to be messy and there needs to be room uh, to have nuance in these conversations. And I think just kind of reducing it to like, oh, this is white nationalism is very reductive. And it doesn't really give space for those people to talk about what to do. I just don't understand how you could ever morally permit any plan of action, which involves the deportation okay. of a people based on their ethnic group, you know? I don't know if that necessarily addresses any of that. That ethnic group colonized a group of people. Oh, sure. See, notice how her response isn't about the autonomy of nation states, but is about the perceived moral wrongdoing of the group that she's talking about. There's that that response has nothing no, 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 to do on, with an autonomy based on. argument mm -hmm. and everything to do with a morally based argument. Well, slow down. What she said, what you said, can you replay that again? Just sure. for clarity. Yeah, thank you. That you could ever morally permit talk about what to do. I just don't understand how you could ever morally permit any plan of action which involves the deportation of a people based on their ethnic group, you know? I don't know if that necessarily addresses any of that. That ethnic group colonized a group of people. That's a psychological oh. question. No, Sunday, she's giving a moral defense. That, that has nothing not, no, no, to do no, no, with autonomy. Question, hang, on, hang on, the question you asked was, I can't imagine how somebody could. She's giving you an example of how somebody could. She's not giving her Sunday, judgment as to whether moral. Sunday. She condemns in this conversation genocide, miscegenation laws, et cetera, et cetera. I, I have talked with Nazis who have condemned these things. What, what, of what relevance is the explicit That's answer to me? We're talking about this conversation in particular, not her character outside of it. No, I'm talking about how direct enunciations of things that people would still accept if their morals led to it necessarily are worthless to me. Right here, this is a moral defense. I So first of all, she doesn't refute the premise. She clearly is in favor of deporting an ethnic group because her response is an, oh, I don't think we should no, do that. Down, so that wasn't the premise though. Review it again. The language here is particular. Sun, Sunday. Just play it one more time. I'm going to show you. Indulge sure. Give space for those people to have nuance in these conversations. I just don't understand how you could ever morally permit any plan of action which involves the deportation of a people based on their ethnic group, you know? I don't know if that necessarily addresses any of that. The, how could you, every moral, how, how could you ever permit, morally permit any plan of action based on the deportation of people based on their ethnic group? I'm referring so, to what she believes here. I'm, I'm not, this isn't out of the blue. I'm clearly referring to, referring to what she believes here, but you're not giving sufficient argumentation to attach this particular statement as a description of what she believes here. Now, I'm perfectly what? willing to concede that maybe she does believe that. I don't she, know. She says she believes it. Explicitly, she, she says it. She, she only, does not. She only Look, denounces the worst oh, characterization. 
Vosh, when you say explicitly, you need to be referring to the specific language used. That's what explicitly means here. That's we, not the language here. That's not the content. You would never ever do this to a person on the right. You couldn't. You, we would never be able to condemn anyone. We would be halfway to the gas chambers before we had a single argument to use against the Nazis. Well, no, because they're on the right. That's the basis for the lack of charity. She's because they've already on shown their the killers. right, Sunday. And you admitting that the fact that she appears to be on the left is the only reason you would engage in this charitability is precisely the problem. Would we do no, this to no, Jimmy no. Dore or Blumenthal? I don't, I don't show any charitability based on the fact that she's on the left. In fact, I just... You ju wait, you just said the fact that they're I on the right. If chat wants to rewind a little bit, which you can, I just said that every single person who has engaged with you on this thus far, that I have seen, and that includes everybody on the screen here, has been a disingenuous slime ball. I'm not defending her character. She's I'm talking been dishonest explicitly the about the context of this conversation and the interpretations that you're using. Which I am talking explicitly about the context of the text. It's literally on the screen as a subtitle. Like we're deriving this, I'm deriving this from the language used here. You're making an interpretation. It's not invalid, but it's, it's not an inevitable inference. from the text. You can only infer what other people... I'm not saying it's inevitable, but you would have to be psychotically dedicated to charitably framing her in order to not arrive at the obvious conclusion here. If you say... Like, this is... The, I don't understand what, what, like, deviation from traditional language use is leading you towards this, but this is not, like, a hard read on my part. This is not like me going out of my way. You are engaging in ridiculous levels of semantic parsing and then choosing the least likely path. You're choosing the the, the bumpiest road, the, the, the most forest thicket wed road out there. And the simplest path here, which I'll just play one You're more time. And it doesn't really give space for those people to talk about what to do. I just don't understand how you could ever morally prevent any plan of action, which involves the I deportation of a people based oh, on- Oh, it's not running on my end. Hang on one sec. Just, it's the same. It's the same. Let me catch bit. quickly. Hang on one moment. It's the same. It's just the same bit. Their ethnic group, you know. I don't know if that necessarily addresses any of that the, ethnic group. What you're asking is, you can't imagine how anyone would permit it. Sure. She's giving you an example of how somebody Who's would permit the it. She anyone say, here. I don't know. I'm it talking could, about her beliefs. You don't say her. You don't ask her specifically about you, Professor Flowers. Do you believe this? You say, I don't see how I you brought her on. To she talk about of how you her could. beliefs, the context of this conversation is the positions that I felt she had. And that was part one of a two-part podcast. If you're interested in finishing it, then uh, you should wait for the next episode.